everybody, and welcome to a pro-Semitic wild ride with Steve-O. We've got Ari Shafir, and man, is his new special insanely good. It's called Jew. I watched it. I'm just raving about it. It's the most impressed I've been by a comedy special in a long time. And uh, candidly, I wasn't sure about having him on the podcast. Like, uh, I was like, oof, he's uh, done some bad things, you know? But uh, I made a deal with myself that I would uh, confront him about his bad things. So you can count on this episode being juicy. And it's coming to you from my tour bus, which is in Fuego right now. It's actually very cold outside, but man, are my shows getting hot. I did an arena, an arena. Like, literally, man, I broke my record for the biggest shows I've ever done back to back. In, in two shows like it's insane what's happening with my bucket list tour and it's the last shows you got your last chance to see it live and there's only a handful of dates left so get on it um also like as hard as i'm working to try to become like a big deal you know man you can become a big deal with this crazy thing that's actually saving the world. It's called established titles. And what it is, it's it's uh, you save the world because you're buying a little plot of land and planting a tree. And in doing so, in the Scottish tradition of landowners being considered lords and ladies, you will be responsible for planting uh, tree owning a you know cubic foot maybe size plot of land and uh, that land's gonna be saved forever for the environment because you are the man or the lady a lord or a lady and for doing this you get the official title of lord or lady and you get an official uh, certificate which you can hang on the wall to prove that you're a lord or lady and I think you can legally change your like title maybe your name you are a lord you're literally lord or a lady and they made the deal that if the first 200 people if you hurry up then your plot of land will be right next to my plot of land no more than a couple minutes walking distance and this is literally saving the world man dude i'm so happy to be a part of this and i want you to be a part of this plus you get 10 percent off if you go to established titles dot com slash devo i mean come on dude who doesn't want to be a lord or a lady i mean be the man take that title get that w go to establishedtitles.com slash devo and let's get into it ladies and gentlemen ari shafir good intro dude <laughs> yeah right I, into it. <laughs> I do it that way every time man nice. you, you know my co-host scott randolph indeed yep. Probably you guys met back in 2015. What was 2015? When we did the the uh, Jackass show. Night for... That was um, great. We did a storytelling night. No, Just, I wasn't there. Did you do it for yeah. like Comedy Central? Well, we'll get into that, but I've, mm-hmm. I've got my first question. It's like, how much shit am I going to catch for having you on? Some. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some. They're going to cut off my pot stirring. Yeah. For sure. Okay, like, I, mean, I just got to get right into this because... Because multiple groups of people hate me. The, 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 uh, you took a lie detector test and, and passed <laughs> the lie detector test saying that you do not regret 
your whatever it was, a tweet or a story yeah. or something about Kobe. You got to be true to your fucking stand-up, man. I mean, dude, <laughs> yeah. it's insane. I see all these people whenever some celebrity dies, they're like fucking wrenching their fucking clothes publicly, making it about themselves, and it's always nauseating to me. It's like it's like that. Remember that thing that people used to do on Facebook, where it's like. You know, my dad's gone 10 years ago today. Okay. I miss you. We're like, who the fuck are you talking to? And then this is the the new version of that. It's just like, it's just like, oh, I lost some celebrity I've never met. Oh, Michael Jackson right. died. I'm so sad. Fuck you. Right. Just keep it to yourself. Play a fucking song. It, 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 it is shit. interesting, like, when, like, Prince died, like, people can't cope and they they won't go to work for the day. Yeah, like, and what I are you don't talking about? That. He wasn't even coming out with new music. He was done. <laughs> Yeah, and, and so it's like I see it. And I just want to mock it. Dude, so I just it. always say some shitty about the guys, and then Prince. most people like it. And then everyone, then like five percent of people are like, I'm, but I'm not. <laughs> like, so you, you don't run anything by a team before you say what shit. Team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but in in the immediate wake of the Kobe thing, yeah, like you did go pretty quiet, like uh, for a moment there, dude. They yeah, I mean I guess they were using my wall on on Twitter to like docs my friends and managers and shit so like they were like on like that tweet they'd be like hey here's his manager's address here's her phone number oh. go fuck her up wow. and so eventually they're like oh jesus you guys are out of control man yeah but yeah you're classy people laker fans classy fucking people <laughs> <laughs> and then uh that that all kind of like blew what, what was all blow over what, what was <laughs> What was the bigger uh, catastrophe in your life, the Kobe thing or the br uh, drugging Bert? Oh, good question. Well, that one was worse because my friend wasn't my. He was like he wasn't talking to me for a while. Yeah. So that did bother me. And his the wife others probably, was just exposing dorks. Yeah. And this one just yeah. And Br Bert's wife still doesn't talk to you. Is that yeah, right? Brad is uh Brad and his wife are fucking. He's he's friends with me, but his wife is is not. It's not a fan. She'll never be a fan. I just sent her flowers. I'm like, hey lady, I'm sorry. I'll stay out of your way. Yeah. First of all, that was the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting. All right. We, get, we took Molly and just fucking had a fucking we blast. We took Molly. I gave him Molly. I gave him free Molly, dude. Some of the finest shit you can find in New York. And I gave it to him, no questions asked. Wait, wait what was it? No questions asked, for sure. <laughs> we had a fucking blast. Oh, oh it was fun. That was uh, at Bert's house, wasn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was like. You uh, said it was from New York, so you flew with it. From yeah, New I was flying on tour. I was like, I just got an idea. I'm like, I'm gonna give somebody Molly on a podcast. I don't know who. How'd you transport it? Up my ass. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> I always like to hear how people transport drugs. Uh, you know. They ain't looking. TSA's <laughs> dumb. They ain't looking for that shit. Yeah. I mean, dude. To, to be fair, it's um, not like a like a, you know, pass outable amount. It's just like a little bit. What what I um, noticed over the years was that going through security like like whatever they look at whatever they saw money like they're like oh no no you you keep your cash like i don't want you know they don't be accused of stealing yeah, money they, they so like the keeping drugs in cash they money yeah that's pretty that, smart which i kind of did anyway yeah. I don't know if you had like coke or something you'd like pull yeah, yeah, it into yeah, a yeah. dollar and like keep twisting it up how much <laughs> how much blow do you think you've flown Transported. with like, it, it was only towards the end like, uh, like an ounce total? No. Oh, like mean, an eight ball know. every time you went? You flew eight times? I, I didn't fly that much with like real narcotics, but 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 whatever. Real the problem with Coke is like, it's always a like, hey, you want you want blow? And you're like, yeah, okay. But it's not a, I, I better have some blow on me. 
Like weed, you're like, I, I gotta fight with some weed because I'll need it. Right, I coke, got you. Like, I'm never gonna do this again, so I, it's I, fine. <laughs> I got to a point where I needed the coke. Oh really? Yeah, I, I definitely needed it. Like I could not fly without it. Were well, you yeah. like Elton John, like where you woke up in the morning and snorted blow, uh, and then you could function? Re- no. I mean, not like wake up in the morning. No, I'd like. Uh, you just do a whip it right when you woke up. I, yeah, I mean, whatever. Underrated like, drug. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> nitrous <laughs> whippets. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the. Uh, the This is not happening. You had this show on, on Comedy Central. Yeah. Well, first I had just, we just did it live, like the way you did it. Right, okay. Yeah, and uh, it came out. It was like a big show on Comedy Central. Mm hmm. Yeah, it was the coolest stand up show they ever had, for it, sure. And at one point, like in between seasons, you guys decided let's get like like as many of the guys from Jackass as we can to come on stage and tell crazy stories and just to kind of feel it out and test it and see if it would be a good episode. Yeah, so we do theme episodes, and some of them were like travel stories, some of them were this, whatever. Uh, we were thinking of having like a Tracy Morgan storytelling show. I'll probably do like. Oh, just everybody tells a different story. There's so about many Tracy Morgan stories that I'm like, yeah. I could get four or five comics to tell oh my really God, good Tracy Morgan Andy stories. Andy Dick episode will be so Dude, huge. For sure, I thought about an Andy Dick episode. For <laughs> sure, every story is identical. He grabbed me when I didn't like, want it to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got thrown out of the bar at two, at 2 p.m. Right. You got you got like hundreds of people telling precisely the same story. Bad episode. Dude, that was bad it. Idea. he did the Bridgetown Comedy Festival. We'll get back to, it. but he he thrown out of a bar at like two p.m. and we're like Andy Dick and. He just throws some. He just takes some of those uh, root beer candies, you know. Uh, and he goes whatever, and throws them at us, and then just bounds off. <laughs> like, who the fuck is this fairy guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so themed episodes, and then it was gonna be uh, yeah, Jackass. And we were like, let's yeah. I I don't know if we reached out to you first or, or whatever, but everybody was down. It was uh, yeah, dude, everybody was down. We had uh, I think everybody had a had a blast. And that was the first time for uh, all of the other guys to ever get Taking on stage. stage. And, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that because you were like, people don't realize it fucking takes some some work to do stand up. Yeah. And you had this experience now, so yeah. you were like, hey guys, I actually like you could just tell like I know what yeah. I'm doing with this microphone. Yeah, <laughs> and, and a little like, bit. Uh, whoa, uh. Right. I mean, distinctly, the the trial did not. Um, succeed because there was never a jackass themed episode. I think we, I think I lost the show pretty shortly after that. Okay. I wonder when it was. That was 2015. It was 2015. Yeah. yeah well, it wasn't that short after that. Yeah, I that's think it was still like a thing we wanted to do. I'm very interested in hearing uh, about the the losing of the show. What would like uh, as I understood it, you recorded a special for Comedy for my, Central. No, just for myself. For yourself, and yeah. then like it was going to be on Comedy Central, but you pulled it and moved it somewhere else, and that upset. No, yeah, it upset. Well, it's that's not. It's it's. I, I got sick of k- taking notes from people on my stand up, um, from like just some guy wearing a suit. Like, uh-huh. like I'll just do w- what I want to do. And I'm right. sure you get it all the time. We're like, maybe you shouldn't do this. And you're like, yeah, I want to choose my own show. Right. Like a live show. Like I don't want you telling me what I sh- should do. Right. Like thanks for the input. Yeah. Maybe, but you know, I'll do what I want. Right. So at some point I was like, hey, I'm just going to make this myself and figure it out and pay for it. It was kind of one of the early ones of doing that. And then I made it and then they made me an offer and I was like, "Mm, I I didn't take the offer. Right. And then I went to, I just took off, went to Southeast Asia for a few months just for fun. Uh You know, I was like finished with the season of the show. Oh my God, what do you do for fun in Southeast Asia? That sounds so creepy. (laughs) 
<laughs> Fuck boys, dude. <laughs> Young boys. Where'd you go? Uh, I started in Myanmar just because like I, I waited till like a day before and I was like, where's the weather the best? And there was like no rain in the Myanmar forecast, yeah. so I went there first. And then uh, I called an Uber, then I threw my phone in the drawer, and I just fucking went to the airport with no phone. I locked myself out of all my accounts. Wow. I, I like changed my passwords to, like, to just slamming on the keyboard, gave those to my friends, and I'm like, don't, don't give them to me. So I couldn't get on any like social media, my email. I had no phone. Did you regret that terribly? No. Was it like a Are you uh, kidding? Nobody's crisis? bothering me. No, re no responsibility. Right. It was the greatest. What, 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 what prompted this? I just wanted to travel. Yeah. Yeah, and Comedy Central was up my ass. They're like, no, we got to do another show. Come on, we got to do a season. And I'm like, God, I did it already. Like, you're going right back in. It's eight months of editing to get everybody's story right. And then, uh, and then my buddy, Duncan Trussell, he was just like, well, you want to travel and see the world. And they want you to not travel and see the world. So, like, what's the question even? Yeah. Right. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. And so I was like, yeah, I'm out. Um, Did you come back with any epiphanies? Because I know, like, when I travel, I'll go for a month. And then then you realize you what you clearly. really want. Yeah, you start seeing real clearly. What? All the fucking chaff in your brain drops off. Yeah. And you're just like, what, am I what do I care about? What do I like? Um, do you feel like you upped your game when you came back on that trip? What do you like, mean, up my game? Just kind of like uh, you realized what was important and you just went fucking straight for it. Like, do you, did you get more successful after that or were you've always been kind of on a steady Personally successful. Up? Like not, you're, there's like, you're talking about creative, financial, or like personal, what success is, you know? Personal. Yeah, per, for sure. I, got, I went after what I wanted all, all the time. It was like, this is all about like what I'm trying to put out. None of this, I, I'm already making money enough to pay my rent. Yeah. So like, this is all bonus. People get lost in it. For sure. People get lost trying to keep up with their friends. Yeah. Instead of like, you're all just, we're all just writing dick jokes and we're, we're paying our rents. Did you like, do any psychedelics in Southeast Asia? Found mushrooms one, one time on Lombok in Indonesia. That oh. was pretty fucking chill. Because I feel like in Myanmar, don't they have those, the, the, the honey that people go and try to get from the bees? That psychedelic honey? Oh, yeah. That's that, I didn't get any of that. Yeah, I just stayed in hostels. I was a nobody. It was fucking, it was, it was bomb. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, nobody recognized, nobody wanted anything out of me. It was just like such freedom. Like, I think I'll go from this city to this city. And people are like, I heard there's a fucking tomato festival over here. And you're like, all right, I'll change my plan. Yeah. And you just, there was nowhere to go. There was nowhere you had to be. It was great. The toilet sticks I'm getting used to. But like. Are the, the toilets in the ground? The yeah, those, the bum guns, no, no flushing of toilet paper. Man, what a, what a great opportunity that would be to promote Squatty Potty. Oh, absolutely. Hey, guys. Was, Steve-O's butt wipes available right now at steveo.com. That's exactly where they're available. Not only will they get your butt squeaky clean, but you're also supporting one of the finest stuntmen and comedians in the country, Steve-O. Yeah. That's for you. That's With exactly Steve-O's right. butt wipes. Oh, dude, don't make it look difficult because oh, it's no. not. Easy peasy. <laughs> Easy peasy. The Steve-O's butt wipes. They're butt wipes for your butthole. Clean as a whistle. <laughs> Yeah, let's see what it let's see what it comes out as. A little clean? bit brown. <laughs> nice. That's why it's before. That's yeah, uh, especially after a, a skank fest weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, oh, anyway, so I got back. So I got back, and I was like, let me. Pick. So Netflix was only doing celebrities at the time when I when I was like first pitching my special. But then I'm like four or five months passed, and I'm like, let me see what they're up to. I think they're taking like regular people now. Um, they're totally revamped and like gotten Chappelle and only like you know twenty million dollar people. And now they're like, well, we are actually like 
giving tips. It's like, don't you have a deal with Comedy Central? I'm like, no, they have an offer, but no. And um, nobody's watching Comedy Central shit anymore. It was like on its way, right. way down. And then they were like, all right, we'll give you an offer. And then Comedy Central was like, uh-uh. Right. And they were like, here's a deal. You got to do it with us. I'm like, no, you guys don't have the reach. Plus, it was like a two-part special, and they had no platform to, to show two parts of anything. Right. I was like, HBO wouldn't have the platform either. You just can't show it. And they said, you have to. And they said, if you don't, they were like, they were contracted for 10 episodes, but they were going to do 20 so I could get them all at once. Go, if you don't, <clears throat> we're, we have to do 10, but we're cutting you from 20 to 10. We're going to fire all your employees. We'll put them out of work with a week to spare. Good luck paying their rent. Um, or you can walk away. They appealed to the compassion in you for others. <laughs> what a bad mistake. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, fuck. I was like, first of all, well played. <laughs> well yeah. played. And then I was like, but I'm not going to comply. Right. So now nah, You were it. like, yeah, you you, t- you said good luck to my employees, and I'm with you. Good luck to them. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to Netflix. You're like, I was going to do that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so then, so then they found someone else and kept the 20 episodes. That was the thing. I should have been like, I should have played hardball. I should have been like, then do it. Then do right. it. Right. And all the employees later were like, what do you mean that's part of it? I'm like, motherfucker. What do you mean that's like, a- shows shows you know stop a week or two out it's still a 10 episodes It'd still be a week of work right but they just kind of blackmailed me yeah so so um having you had the special on netflix the two yeah, parts it was great and and at that time like that being having a special on netflix like just revolutionized your touring yeah yeah it got big i was the mayor of new york for like two weeks uh-huh. Netflix ain't that thing anymore, but at the time it was. I mean, everywhere I w- went, I could take those city bikes around, and people were like, oh my God, I saw your special. It was like everywhere. It was fucking right. wild. It has a reach that my, the show and the special I did at Comedy Central just didn't have. Right. Um, but, and it's so also right like it was now, my special my way, you know? Right now, we're promoting your newest special, and where is that? YouTube.com. There we go. I didn't even fucking pitch it to Netflix. Right. Oh, you didn't? Uh uh-uh. uh. I didn't even show it to them. How come? But they don't have a reach anymore. They put up too much stuff. It's like, they YouTube, come and go. YouTube has the reach now. That it Netflix does. Is. And it's cooler. You hear that, bong, bong, and now it's like, that's a corporation. You're mm-hmm. not independent anymore. No offense. It's still fine. It's still a place to watch some good shit. But like, right. well, I don't want people to see my thing. I worked hard on it. You know? Okay. It's all about Judaism, but it's just funny shit. So I was like, I want people to see it. So I'm out a lot of money. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I'm not gonna get back, but whatever. It's more to life. Man, it's it's interesting because uh, I wanted to have my special on Netflix so bad. Yeah. And uh, the the guy in charge of the specials. Yeah. Just he's like, oh, you know, just Steve-O stand up like like we. He's like a comedy snob. He's like, you you can't. I'm not gonna do a Steve-O special. And uh, it broke my heart, but you know, I was like, whatever. I'll put it out on my own. I didn't did put it you? on YouTube. What'd you do? I so, put it on my website with a paywall. Stevo.com. Yeah. Isn't that the place we can get Stevo's butt wipes? Your butt wipes for your butthole butt are available really? there, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I mean, it worked, it, it, worked, it worked out really well. Like, uh, I, 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 you know, tripled, yeah. I tripled the money that I put into it. Yeah. And um, the, the, but the, the thing was, though, I felt that I was kind of preaching to the choir like the people who are going to go to stevo.com and pay for it on the paywall like yeah I, I wasn't broad I felt like if I got it on Netflix that I would be reaching a new audience well that's what you want convert it would be like a, a commercial for my tour yeah people do that when Louis did his special he did the first one like five dollars 
and yeah. he made like a million bucks like in a week or something. It was like what? And then Gaffigan and Rogan tried to do the same thing, and it wasn't it wasn't like the they didn't get as much because it wasn't the first time anybody did that. Right. With Louis, it was like, wait, what? We can just own someone special? Right, but then Louis turned around and did it again, and it was even when he was yeah. promoting on Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. But, but yeah, he did it well. But the other guys, I heard Gaffigan, his problem was he was like, it's preaching to the choir. So I'm selling yeah. it to my fans, so I didn't grow my fan base at all. <clears throat> and right. I just want new people to see it. People that were like, hey, I don't mind to have 30 bucks to go see your show, but... I've heard about you. Uh, let me let me get an hour plus to like right. watch what you put out, and then they'll, just, they'll love it. You know, I worked hard on it. Right. So that's it's the, funny as shit. So like, you'll love it. Go go to YouTube. Go find it. Is it uh, trademark? Just like terribly offensive crap. Some Sorry. of it. I don't yeah. even think that way anymore. I don't know if you get like that. Is this offensive? Like, oh, um, let me think in those terms. I don't know. Yeah. It's almost like, were you standing during that? I'm like, um. Yeah, I get it. I was like, I'm not even thinking about that. Is right. there a lot of blue shirts in this? <laughs> You're like, oh, right, I don't right. know. I mean, I, I just said, kind of like, when I think of Ari Shapir, I think of like, deliberately being offensive, like, yeah. for the, dude, like, it's not, the, no, it's not for the fuck of it. It's for the fun. Face, it's for dude. the fun. But dude, if I'm not getting a couple <laughs> people walking out angry in my shows, I'm not doing my job. I had some people leaving, some fucking pro school shooting jokes, you know, in Chicago, and these people were like, old people, like, what the, my daughters told me to come watch this, and it's not just, it's not just that it's offensive, it's that everyone else is laughing. And they're all to play, too. <laughs> that, that is a win. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a win. That is a win. Yeah. Uh, and, and are there school shooting jokes on the new special? There's some Holocaust jokes. There's some. Um, let me think. No, the next one after this will have a good, school, nice school shooting chunk. I was. Uh, <laughs> I, I, was I ain't kids, so I'm fine with them. I was telling Shane Gillis about um, this uh, comedian Sophie Buttle that I worked with. Oh yeah, so I know she Sophie. Great, I've known her for years. Great school shooting joke. She just said like, it's just not worth it to be a bully anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's PG. It's like, yeah, like, uh, the best one I heard was, was uh, with uh, all the with all the guns. Like yeah. it's just it doesn't. Adrian Apolucci has one on her special on her uh, album Baby Skeletons. It was like when uh, Parkland happened, and it was happened on Ash Wednesday. And she goes, it was even worse because like all those kids had targets on their heads. Oh, <laughs> God, dude, she told that the night after it happened, and everyone was like, right? and then Man. this eruption of laughter went off, and I'm like, you gotta take some chances. Yeah, I, I personally don't what? like offending people. I don't want to offend people. I want people who are cool to be like, oh, ho, 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 ho. right. But like, you got to get on that line, which means some <laughs> dorks are gonna be over the line. Dude, I'll I'll, t I'll tell you this this uh, gnarly joke. Yeah. It, it, like Gino Bisconti yeah, gave yeah, it yeah. to me. Okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. So you know it's fucking gnarly. <laughs> like I, I was getting ready to do the Charlie Sheen roast. Oh boy, why did I tell this story? I'm really not proud of what I admit here, but it's gonna be juicy. So get ready to be really entertained. But God, I wish I would have just trimmed it out of this episode. Too late now, but it's not too late for you to trim all kinds of unwanted, disgusting body hair out of your bush, your nose, your ears, and man, is it a good time of year to jump on board. Thanksgiving, man. Be thankful for Manscapes 
PP 4.0, the performance package. Dude, they loaded it all into this baby. You got the lawnmower 4.0. You got the weed whacker for the nose and the ears. You got the the ball deodorant, the the ball retriever. I mean, dude, they got more ball products than I can keep track of, and they're all awesome. Plus, it comes with a travel package to keep it all in. I mean, dude, you are on top of your game, ready for the ladies. Ladies, you're ready for the men. I mean, dude, nobody wants to see a disgusting bush, and they damn well don't want to see all the nose hair. So jump on the performance Package 4.0 by going to manscaped.com slash stevo and you, not only do you get 20% off your order they give you free shipping too it's insane man manscaped.com get the performance package 4.0 20% off your order plus free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash stevo now oh god I'm about to <sighs> Go. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot how you were on that. Yeah. Did Mike Tyson punch you? Yeah, I ran into Mike Tyson's fist. So Gino Bisconti <laughs> tells me that he sends me this joke. He's like, dude, look at the dais and say, who are these people? The last time this many nobodies got roasted, at least Great White was playing. Nice. <laughs> if you don't know, there was a fucking right. fire at a great white concert and a bunch of people died. But a lot of those people were losers. <laughs> you can't, you can't, I mean, there's more to the story. <laughs> well, here's the, here's what happened. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I, I heard the... I, I got it's a the, roast. You're supposed to be... Everyone's know, signing up for it. Understood. But all the people in Rhode Island where the fire happened didn't sign up for it, you know? And then, The arsonist did. <laughs> like but I Last, mean yeah I was oh, so they got pit. okay so so I tell Jeffrey Ross I'm like I'm like man tell him the joke and and Jeffrey goes I oh guarantee my God. you he loved it he says oh my God you have to use that joke yep. on the roast oh my God you have to I'm like dude I would never say anything this offensive and he's like oh my God you have to so we go around like the L A clubs like practicing like uh, our our roast sets yeah and. Every, I'm like, I'm like, whatever. I'm at the the comedy store. Like, I'll just throw it out there. And it was like the biggest laugh yeah. out of the whole deal. And I started to think to myself, oh my god, like that joke is kind of killing. Like maybe, like, uh, yeah, maybe I'll use it. So, on uh, at the, you know, they tape the roast like a couple days before. Or where do they tape it? And then it takes them like a week or so to, to put it out. Yeah. You know. They edit all the bombs. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, I, so I, I said it at the taping. You know, I said the, the great white joke. And um, the next morning after the taping, like my whole Facebook feed, like it's just people like, I, you know, go burn in hell. I hate, like, hey, and I'm like, I'm like. Why well, do they get it? I'm like, I'm like, the, the roast didn't even come out yet. And, and what it was, was that there was uh, a writer from Entertainment Weekly who was present at the taping. Sure, just, he was not cool. And and just, he he uh, he wrote up a thing about that he was at the taping, and he, and he just wrote up like some examples of jokes that, yeah. that he included in like a blog. Or oh, something. he didn't even shit on it. He, he, just, he, he didn't shit on it. Uh, no, he I'll just take a back writer. 
He just included it as a list of jokes that just examples of what was said at the roast. And like somebody in Rhode Island uh, saw the this blog and like what like was offended and then posed it was like this viral thing and like everybody in Rhode Island was so mad at me and upset. Like and I'd never been in that kind of a situation because I'm just not someone who seeks to like be offensive and hurt people's feelings like it it affected me so badly i got it's, on with with jeffrey ross with yeah. with comedy central i'm like i'm on my knees begging you begging you please cut please cut that no. joke out please cut that joke no. out and uh like i issued an apology like the whole <laughs> deal and i swear i was it's just I, like i, I get you not want to defend people but it's not for them whoever showed it to them was an asshole <laughs> you know, it's not for I, those people. Why would you show somebody? It's like taking Mein Kampf to a fucking Jewish school and be like, "Can you see this?" And you're like, "Don't show them that." Right. They're not supposed to see it. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I don't know. I, I want to. I want. Like, the problem is, it's just, everything's worldwide now. So right. if you go to a comedy club, everyone there is like, "We're in this dark hole. We want to hear these really dark, evil things," and everybody right. signed up for it. It's a contract. <laughs> right. And then you show, you and tell so somebody what you it on their phone, and then. Yeah, it's not for them. Yeah, it's like, why, why would you, why would you bother them? Right. Some, some. Uh, why would you? Or, or, them? or like, you know, you talk shit with your friend about somebody about another friend, and then somebody will go tell that friend, and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Right. That's behind the scenes trash talk. Yeah. That guy's not supposed to That's know about limits. that. And it's like, why'd you say it's that? Like, I'm like, no, no. Why like, did he tell you? He's like, you know, like when you talk shit about your friend to Bert. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did say that, but it was behind your back, dude. It's all good. <laughs> dude, what? you should have said how many times Bert said I love you during that podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. First time doing Molly. Just rubbing your leg. <laughs> he was loving it. Now his cat sat down on the couch next to him and he was like, He's just staring at this cat. And this, and this cat is before he realized it? No, after he realized it. Oh, after he realized it. And, um, and then after he got Comedian of the Year or something, so maybe you're responsible for that. I'm for sure responsible for it. <laughs> I upped his game. I helped him see clearly. <laughs> right. And he said his cat's looking at him. He's like, he's like, dude, my cat sees me. And I was like, yeah, I know. He goes, you don't know. My cat sees me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're feeling it, bro. Hey, you guys never aired that. He never aired it. I gave him a Cash 22. I gave him the best podcast of 2019. And he, all on the podcast, he was like, I am pissed, but also I get that you know I love good content. So you gave me an amazing podcast. Joey Diaz came over, telling the story, watching the sunset behind him. We're both like, it was awesome. The, the question is, if you put that podcast behind a paywall, would it do better than... It would make $74 million. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah. It would do better than my special, Ari Shafir Drew, available now for free. Uh, would do, it, it, it would do better than anything. I, I say, Bert, release the pot. It's been long enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ari Shafir Jew. Yeah. It's just called Jew. Jew, yeah. It's Ari- a theme hour. I've never really done one like that, like that hard before. Wow. Just all, I was Orthodox Jewish. I was fucking. Wow. Yeah, you were okay. studying scripts. I was reading that about you. You went to college and you studied the Jewish. The scripture. I went to seminary. I was going to be a rabbi. Hard turn. When, when uh, did you back out of that? When did you make that turn? His first 21. LSD trip. 21 years old. Yeah, I got I got a fucking BJ, and it was like, uh, is this allowed? And they were like, hard no. <laughs> I'm out. Keep it warm for me. <laughs> yeah. I went, I went the bacon route. <laughs> that, 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 that's crazy. What do you do about people at your shows recording video with their it. cell phones? I hate it for that reason. Right. It's like you're taking this to people who aren't supposed to see it. Well, right, and you might be taking material before it's ready. So that used to be the problem. Was like you're going to put this up and it's not done yet. 
Right. And and it's like people don't understand. It's like the, the stand, you know it. The stand up process is tweaking while you're sure. performing it. Yeah. So it's you're an showing a a finished product that's also not finished. Right. It's finished when I'll record it and put it up. Right. And even if it is polished and finished and ready, then like it's you're not up to you. You're, you're taking my shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like taking a manuscript from some guy who wrote a book. I'm like, I'll just release it. Right. And you're like, no, no, no. <laughs> no. So I don't like it, but also it makes people not pay attention. I see him like on their phones. Or like, I'm like, let's just listen to my fucking setup, dude. Right. I'm mm-hmm. fuck. You know, I'm telling a joke and you're missing the setup. You're just coming at the end, going like, what the fuck? I'm like, right. really pay Here's my favorite thing I do when I see people like on their phones during a show. And dude, if you're a stand-up comedy show, from an audience perspective. That's exciting. That's a fun night on a date or whatever, and you're missing it. So you can fucking scroll Instagram or some shit. So I'll like as I'm talking, I'll take a, I'll take a napkin off someone's table if I'm at a club, and then I'll like uh, wad it up and I'll see them over there, and I'll just like like really like telegraph it, and they're de- their heads down, and I'll just like hit them in the head with a napkin. They go like, you're like what the fuck? I'm like, you weren't paying attention. And I guess I was. I'm like, what was I talking about? And then they're like, mm, I don't know. Right. <laughs> like, why, where are you paid for tickets? Yeah, what do you do? I mean, do you bring back the the yonder bags? You yeah, use I think those, you have or? to. No one can. They can't trust themselves anymore. We're all such addicts. Right. If, that, that, if that's you true. say don't do it, then you get a buzz in your phone. You're like, let me see you text, and you're like, oh well, I'm out. I may as well record this. I mean, right. even if they're out of service, they can still record a video. Yeah, they can. So it's like, just so yonder don't. Bag, yeah, right? yonder bags help. It's almost like we I, when yonder bags started, people were like, what the fuck, and now they're like, I get it. That right. was the best part about Southeast Asia. There was no, I wasn't on there. I wasn't on. There was no reason to record anything. Mm-hmm. A, I had a camera if I really wanted to take a picture of some people I met and but that's it and it was just like it's you're free of it yeah dude you're on there too much aren't you oh way too much yeah you too right uh, 100% I got off social media for like a couple of years How and good then I just it? got back on because I put a documentary so out there fucking hooks in you yeah you need it for this one um, I uh, at my show is multimedia, so like I did all this fucked up stuff, you know, and tell the stories of it, and then after each bit, I pay it off with the footage of the bit. Oh, that's cool. Yes, yeah, so that's I have cool. Thank you. I have the luxury of having a screen and video anyway, so I've got like an intro video where I say like, you know, you're gonna see I put a lot of work into this show, and you're not invited to steal it, so that's please cool. don't. Yeah. And that's I, I find pr- pretty effective. Really? He, yeah. He caught somebody recording. I think that people should know when they go to a comedy show not to record with their phone. That's stealing, man. And boy, wait till you hear what I did to this person that I caught. And frankly, numerous people. I just don't like it, man. I mean, don't be putting out my comedy special before I get the chance to. And I'm actually filming my special in all kinds of different cities. So if you're going to one of these remaining dates, then you have a chance of being in my special. It's the fucking shit, man. And speaking of shit, I think I've told you that my favorite uh, product that I've ever promoted on this podcast, I'm standing by it, is my bidet from hellotushy.com. You know, I uh, it kills me that I don't have it on the tour bus. Just, I don't think you can have it on the tour bus, man. And it's that's the one thing I don't love about my tour bus. Hellotushy.com 
has the greatest products, man. It's If you don't know what a bidet is, you sit down on there and you, you twist this little knob and this nozzle goes boop and just perfectly blasts your butthole fresh and clean. You can slightly move around, adjust it to just get it right on there. It's refreshing. It's clean. It saves the environment because you're cutting down uh, 80% on your use of toilet paper. Your butthole's perfectly clean like man and they've got all these great products plus if you go to hellotushy.com slash stevo it's 10% off your order and free shipping and look I've never said another product was my favorite except for Hello Tushy that's probably pretty reckless of me but I don't care I love them that much and if you haven't tried it you're gonna love them that much too so get on over to hellotushy.com slash stevo 10% off your order plus free shipping your butthole's gonna love it now let's get back to it this has happened a bunch of times. Most like, of the time, by the way, when they're filming, they just want to be able to show their friends, not send it to anybody like, look, I was at a Steve show. Yeah, but I Steve know. jumped off but the stage. you don't know, yeah. He fucking grabbed oh, that it. happened a bunch of times? That you've jumped I, off stage? I've jumped off the stage while performing, grabbed the person's phone, they follow me out, and then... He's like, delete it, and then... Then show me your delete box and then delete it again. And that happens. How often does that happen? I mean, it doesn't happen a lot, but I'm just protective yeah. of, of my it also art. takes you out of it because then now I'm looking around the room and sometimes like, I'm just taking a picture. I'm like, I don't know that. Now I'm thinking, like, what am I mm -hmm. saying? Because right. like, sometimes I'm saying, well, maybe not offensive stuff, but like stuff that's like, this shouldn't be out there. <laughs> this right. is just for the live experience. Yeah. There was another time years ago when we were, it was 2014, we were in New Zealand. And uh, some <laughs> this and and I didn't blow a load in the entire year of 2014. I was because you're a fucking loser, he, idiot. He went 430 something days without blowing a load. I, I, I just got out of sex addict rehab. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm in this celibacy period. I'm flipping my no lid. Joke in it? No, I didn't blow no, a load nothing. for the whole time. Wow. Celibate. And uh, during that period, we were in New Zealand, and some some chick was filming. And I like berated her. I went off, ah, and uh, there was like a, a a print journalist in the crowd who just wrote this story about what a terrible asshole I was. And I was like, if I just let the the chick record, like nobody would have seen it. But now this story story comes out with like <laughs> in, a, in a proper outlet. You know? Well, it's not right though. <laughs> it didn't have to be that hard, on her. Yeah, yeah. Well, there there is a point in time because I'd be like backstage in the green room and you just hear the mic drop. And just go boom, and, and he'd be done. It'd just be somebody talking, and he's just and I'd like run out to see it, and he's just like, "But you just shut the fuck up," and they're just like having a conversation, you know, just a little conversation. But like he was so on edge from not blowing a load oh. that it just was happening. Wow. And that and like the the heckling and the table talk and the video recording, like it all just like builds up and it accumulates, and it gets to a point where you're just like, ah, I can't take it anymore. You ever seen Nina Simone? You know who that is the documentary. I, I do know. Old jazz oh. musician, yeah. like singer. But she was like, she was like, it's my show. You better be fucking respectful. That was her vibe. And she's starting to play the piano. There's videos of this, and someone will just like, <clears throat> call, and she'll just stop and. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And then go back. People were scared of her. Wow. That's yeah. Funny. I, uh, it's like Steve when you like air footage and you show people and somebody says something and you, he'll stop and he'll be like and then he'll rewind it to where they, they started talking <laughs> and then he'll play it again 
<laughs> Dude, how was your load on the 440? Dude, day? it was it was underwhelming. Underwhelming, right? It's not you didn't save up. You just stopped producing. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was underwhelming. It didn't even feel that great, and it wasn't what? like that huge. Was your load in your hand or was it? It with landed your chip? on my tummy, and I took a picture of it and sent it to everybody. <laughs> yeah, on the paywall. Yeah, I wonder, like on on Pornhub, like if it said like you know 432 day load, like that would crush. You know, yeah, right. For sure. It See what it is. Uh, I would click on that. You could have sold that load. <laughs> Turn it into Ice an bitter. NFT load. Yeah. Yeah. Have you sold any NFTs? Nah. Yeah. I tried that... selling a podcast once. That somebody's like they were looking into it. Let's try it, and I was like, okay, and it got like no offers even. But why would it want somebody want to own a podcast? Right. I don't want to do mine. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I don't fucking own one. Yeah. It's where you're not have into you? the crypto. I sold one NFT. What was it of? It was uh, a photo of my girl and I naked, like uh, simulating sex in a window, like on 20 floors above Vancouver. Sim simulating? You guys weren't even boning? We were not boning in that photo. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought you guys were boning. No, we were not boning in that photo. Someone took it. Some somebody took it down there. Or you... No, we had a like it, like you can, there's a setting on a GoPro camera. You say GoPro, take picture, and it takes a picture. That's cool. Yeah. So did anything crazy happen this weekend at Skankfest? Or uh, th two weeks ago, sorry. Two weeks ago. No, I wasn't drinking. I took the month off. Oh, yeah, that's right. October for Sober October. Oh. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's the wrong time to do it. This is a drinking town and a drinking festival. Even walking through the hallways of the fucking wherever they're putting me up, it's like, God damn it. Oh. Wow. So during Sober October, if you just slip and you're like, I can't do it, you break down and have a drink, is anyone going to know? So there was one moment where it was, no, no one's going to know. It's just honor. You know? Right. It's just like, you know. Do you, you have get, honor? In some ways and others, definitely not. It's a weird set of honor. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, it, you know, when you lose a bet, when you got to do some shit for jackass or whatever, like you just right. have to do it. That's right. the deal. You have right, to. It's right, like you right. could just be like, I'm not going to, but it's like that's lame. You know, it's the funniest thing about sober October is that when it comes up, yeah. Like my first thought, like I was like, oh, sober for a whole month, and and I think, fuck, man, that's gnarly. You know, like that's <laughs> intense. Like you, but, yeah. And then and then I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm sober all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah sure. Like it makes me uncomfortable. Like sober for a whole month. Like, oh, Someone to be around drugs. Yeah, even though you're because th <laughs> yeah. you're thinking of old Steve. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's, it's weird, and, and it continues to happen. You don't mess with the whoop, whoop strap at all. I no, I did once. It was cool. I, we have to do this Polish or whatever they chose to like yeah. use. We have to, we have to do five hundred uh, calories a day. You get a burn, which I also hate, and a hundred push-ups, which I physically cannot do. I'm like maxed out at five on day one. I was like, <laughs> hey guys, I think I'm in trouble here. But by the end of the month, like, are you? Yeah, I'm. I'm getting better, but like, uh, so anyway. I was doing Rogan's, I was hanging out with Rogan. He goes, hey, I just interviewed Roger Waters like two days ago. I was like, that's so fucking badass. And uh, I saw him once on acid in Rhode Island, actually. Uh, and it was such a fucking good concert. After they, they opened for Great White? After they opened for Great White, they really took <laughs> off. Because Great White was no longer a threat to the dominance of Rhode Island. Um, and, uh, this they, guy's making me in it like fucking yeah, uh, Well, you know, uh, Roger Waters is through pyrotechnics. So, um, uh, he's hiring the lasers. <laughs> so he was like, I got tickets to his show tomorrow or t tonight. And I'm like, Oh, I can't go. I got a flight back. And he's like, Well, I'm, I have a fucking $700,000 billion. So, like, I'll just change your flight for you. And I'm like, Oh, well, I have no hotel. It's like, Same, same, same. And I'm like, 
no, I gotta get home. He's like, aren't you a cop? I'm like, yep, I gotta stay. So I'm gonna see Roger Waters, but I'm sober. And I'm like, no, it's disrespectful to go see Roger Waters sober. It's disrespectful. And so I asked the other guys, and I was like, is there something I could do to make up for this? I just wanna take one tab of acid. I won't couple it with alcohol and weed, I'll be strong. And they were like, add a hundred sit-ups a day to like your fucking regimen and you can, and I view it as a fucking religious, religious like uh, what is like uh, you know, where you're allowed to do something for, yeah. Holy scrolls. What if the acid like was, wasn't great? It'd be disappointing. Yeah, it was the but acid here's the deal. Right? It was stronger than I thought it'd be. <laughs> Dude, it was stronger than I thought it'd be. The guy got, I got it, and it was like he was like, hey, "I just dip this right now, so like dry it out." So I'm like holding in the car over there. I'm holding it open, this baggie open in the air conditioner vent of a fucking car, just like trying to dry it out. I was with Hinchcliffe too, and I was like, uh, and the only other person that took it, Rogan was like, "I don't want to fucking touch that street acid, <laughs> fuck you." And I was like, "You're wrong." Um, and the only person that took it, the only one that was a man, was Tony Hinchcliffe's uh, girlfriend. She was like. Oh, I hitched the fucking post out and we had a blast. It was so fucking strong. There's an intermission. We went backstage and all of a sudden it's like regular people and we're like, nah, we shouldn't be here for this. So I went back up and they were like, Rogan and all his bodyguards like, hey man, we're leaving like before the last song. This is like a cavalcade to get us out. You gotta be on that thing. And I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be. <laughs> I mean, I'm crying in the fucking, in the, in the crowd next to some 80 year old lady. Ball, crying. Oh, what a good fucking show. You guys got to go see Roger Waters on acid. Yeah. Wouldn't it have been a good show not on acid? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Hinchcliffe and Rogan had a good time. Yeah. But I feel like the acid in the 90s was a lot stronger than the acid they're making now. Is that not true? Definitely can't be true. Because people are don't like know, microdosing though. and fucking going on hikes now. Yeah, don't like, microdose. But like at, at They like, didn't know about microdosing in the 90s. They just took a fucking hit of acid like a man. But they're like seeing fucking things dripping off. Show, and like now they're like doing yoga on acid it's like how how is that possible do i have that wrong i i tripped balls in the 90s yeah could you imagine tripping balls now i think it was unregulated then so you didn't know you might get some you might get the equivalent of like four hits of acid on one i'm tab. pretty sure the acid is still not regulated good point <laughs> street acid yeah yeah but they do they, they have like a number there like, this is 200 somethings and i'm like i don't know what that oh, means yeah? Shit. but this was not that but who's saying that who's saying it exactly you're just taking somebody's word for it. I was at a festival. We had Bonnaroo. It got canceled. We were in an RV like this. And we were loading up our fucking RV with groceries for Bonnaroo. And I got a call. Like, it ain't happening. And it wasn't COVID. It was the, it was raining. And I was like, it's nice out. Like, it rained for the last six days. The water's up to their knees. It's done. It's done. They're not, like, delaying it. It's over. I'm like, fuck. And so we found this, like, meth festival, I call it, in, like, western Georgia. And, like, we still got some RV spots. And I'm like, I'm going to that. So we just went there. We're buying drugs, and this this uh, <laughs> what, this, what uh, kind of drugs you buying? When so you this buy it? this RV next to us was also supposed to be a Bonnaroo, and they were like they had testers, which is important. Kids do drugs, but test that shit for like fentanyl. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so somebody was like, "We got coke, which is not really my drug. I've done it a few times, but it's not my thing." But like, so they were like, "Hey, the coke from that guy is 100% pure coke." So like, sweet. Um, and then they went and bought some acid. Like, hey, the acid from that lady is 100% not acid. <laughs> that is some sort of mescaline, and it's dry. And my buddy was like, shit, it's in my fucking hands. And then he starts fucking going for it. Like, are you going to be okay? He goes, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're like, how are you doing? He goes, guys, I've done drugs before. <laughs> fucking, it wasn't the plan tonight, but I'll be fine. I'm at a right. festival. 
Oh man, that was great. Valley Vibes, greatest festival in the fucking in the country. That who's playing it? Nobody. Nice. <laughs> yeah, they said three stages. We're like, cool. The stages were like this table was one. It was just a bunch of fucking milk cartons set up. It was cool. Carolina Story. That was one band. They were cool. It was a mix between country and fucking uh, um, like surf metal. Nice. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Yeah, it was bomb. Tons of fire ants. Yeah. You ever been into the K hole? No, I've done ketamine, but never. I wanna. Have you? Never. You? Yeah, I fucking love K holes. I mean, I don't even know. <laughs> you like, love K holes? I mean, I don't even necessarily know what a K hole is. I just know that I've had a lot of fucking crazy experiences. Where you like can't that. move? Where like time stops? I don't know about anything? it. I can't move. I remember at one point, like, looking at my feet, and they were, like, so far away. Like, uh, the best. <laughs> I, remember, uh, I remember another time I was in a hotel room, and the, ho- the hotel room started free-falling. Like, uh, I was, like, looked up, and I could, like, see a shaft that, that the whole room was falling through. Like, just falling down? Yeah, I was wow. just like, dude, I'm fucking free-falling in a hotel room. It was, It uh, was, Steven. It was, it was epic. I mean, shit like that was just like, this is the best night of my life. It's, and like, as a sober guy, like nothing's more important to me than being clean and sober. Yeah. But still, that was the best night of my life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ask Bert about that. He'll be like, he shouldn't have dosed me, but like, that was fun. No <laughs> We were on stage the other night, and people were like, what's the, Molly funny? He goes, yeah. <laughs> they just went right back to like, yeah. 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 Do you get triggered at all hearing people talk about drugs? An equally valid question would be, am I triggered by the thumbnail of this episode? Woo! And uh, the answer is no, man. Um, I, I, I uh, like to take care of my spiritual fitness and my physical fitness um, by just being a healthier guy. And to do that, I use athletic greens. I mean, I'm telling you, Athletic Greens, their AG1 product is the most convenient, comprehensive daily nutrition, period. Nothing messes with it. Plus, it's del- it's delicious. You start your morning with it, you dump a scoop into the a pint of water so that you're hydrated, and you've got all of the nutrition that you need in that pint of water to fill all the gaps in your diet all the greens all that it's in there it's 75 different whole food sourced vitamins minerals superfoods like it's just unbelievably packed with stuff that's good for your gut for your brain for like for everything it makes you think better it makes you it better. I love it. Athletic Greens and it's delicious. So man, if you're thinking to yourself, I could be eating a healthier diet, you need it. If you're thinking to, my, to yourself, man, I'm like my memory, you need it. If you're, your gut, if you're worried about your gut, you need it. I mean, it's just the best stuff out there. And if you go to athleticgreens.com slash Stevo, they're going to give you five free travel packs with your comprehensive convenient daily nutrition for the day five of them plus an entire year's supply of immune boosting vitamin d that's the deal for the wild ride listeners if you go to athleticgreens.com slash stevo you get that with your first order and if you haven't tried it then figure it out get over there athleticgreens.com slash stevo now Let's get back to it. I mean, are you safe in your sobriety? I uh, 
weed sounds like I, I'm sober too, and like we, the smell of weed, I'm like. I, I don't like being around weed because I like the smell of it too. Yeah. Plus, like there's like a, it, it's entering my body when I'm breathing it in. True. Like there's kind of like secondhand high shit I don't want to fucking be a part true, of. True, true. You can't if you're around coke, it ain't gonna get in you. Right, alcohol. Yeah. Drink all the alcohol you want around me. Um, but yeah, I feel pretty good about it. You just don't ever want to be. I would never want to say I'm safe in my sobriety, or even I feel safe in my sobriety. Like, because by definition, none, none of us are safe in our sobriety. We got to like stay on top of like keeping yeah. keeping our. But you know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Some guys are like day to day guys. Other people are like, oh, I don't, I don't really think about it every day. I don't, yeah, think, I don't think about I... actually going to get loaded too much. No, I, I, I'm more triggered on the sex stuff because like uh, I work a sex program too, like that. That's a whole other ball game where it's like not drinking booze, like that's minor. Like trying to fucking stay within some guardrails of like sexual sobriety, like that's a little tougher. Sexual sobriety, yeah. yeah. Cause somebody's throwing it at you. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, my, my body wants it. It's, yeah. And then it's like, okay, cool. What's healthy? It's like, yeah, you can have some sex. And then it's like, well, I? I, didn't use right. a, I didn't use a rubber. Nice. And then you're like, Fuck. Oh yeah, you just feel like worried for the next. That's the whole point. Disease, of like, and then you're like, you gotta, then you gotta keep in touch with the girl so she, until her next period. <laughs> <laughs> so, they, so you're sure. But yeah, so it's just like thing, you know that that's more on the forefront of my mind than like drinking a Coors Light. Who says rubber? What are you born in the fucking forties? Why? What do they call it? Prophylactic? No, condom? that's even earlier. <laughs> what are you a nerd? Rubber? What are you in the fucking? Hey guys, you got the condoms tonight? <laughs> I think rubber's rubber's the word. You never, you got a chick? Uh, sometimes. Oh, sometimes. Off and on, you know, a bang. <laughs> so, some, yeah. so sometimes meaning one chick sometimes. Or? Yeah. No, I've had chicks before, but no, not now. Right. You, you ever want to get married or no? No. Never. No, no married, no kids. No kids. I got a vasectomy. Me too, dude. Yeah, dude. It's easy, right? Yeah, well, not the way I did it. <laughs> you have a stunt go wrong? I have a show tonight if, if you want to. You have a story about it? Well, yeah, that's one of the the, the the marquee bits. I got one too. The vasectomy Olympics. What? Do you, I do want to know what that means. Yeah, it, like the, the idea was born when I heard a joke when I was a kid. What's uh, the definition of macho? Okay. A man who jogs home from his own vasectomy. And I was like, well, I want to be macho. Like, uh, I'll do way more than fucking jog. So I came up with an idea, like, to just do a bunch of hellacious shit immediately after getting a vasectomy. Oh, dude. You're the only one like you. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> you, I mean, you see pain as an opportunity. Not like, okay, I need to... You take it easy. You're like, oh, sweet. This will be hurtful, which will be nice for me. It, 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 like, yeah. yeah. And I, I don't have like a high threshold for pain or anything. Just my desire for attention outweighs my need for comfort. Right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, the wasabi saw, might be the worst one. <laughs> yeah, you saw that he was up in the car, suspended, spent sleeping over there. We haven't really talked about that on the podcast at all. But were you tripping? Were you well, like, fuck, why did I do this? By the time we drop this, we'll have talked about it. I'm yeah. Sure. Did you start the car? No. Wasn't it hot? It's Vegas. It Wasn't it hot? It's a Tesla. Uh, I had the windows down. You do? Okay. Yeah. Still, it's hot. It's like 70 at night here. Yeah. Yeah, but were you like... Uh, Once the sun comes up, you're fucked. You didn't sleep well the, at they, all? It got hot in the morning. Would you just lean your seat back? No, no. The the seat, the back seats can fall forward, and then I got a special Tesla mattress. So I have a full bed in there. Do you have to piss or shit? Piss out the window? I, I, I got a, I got a, uh, a 
special like quart jug urinal with a hose and a thing that comes out from underneath. You gotta the sell seat. those on Stevo.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> not not a bad idea. Did you jerk off at all in there? Not that night. I would have. <laughs> <laughs> I would have pissed out the window and jerked off. Definitely pissed oh, out dude, the door. I got I got in big trouble. Uh, well, not, I I I uh, upset a cop a lot what? because uh, in the morning there's like a big crowd underneath and uh, and I'm standing up on the you know on top on the roof of the car pissing off. Uh, you know, pissing all the way down in the cop because they, because there were little kids down there. I mean, they were over a hundred feet away. <laughs> yeah. uh, these and, pedophile rules are too strict. <laughs> right. I, uh, I I found myself thinking if I if I do get arrested when I come down, yeah, then yeah, uh, like that's kind of a cool arrest. Like pissing off of a roof of a car at a hundred feet in the air. Like yeah, how do you even is, write is it that worth up? it? I think is yeah. it worth it? And that would be worth it. I think for the so. Story. Yeah, for sure. I, I I think so. Yeah, you were on private property, right? I think you were good. I, I was on private property. What property? The UFC headquarters. <laughs> did they let you? They did, let me do it. Did yeah. Dana promote Dana it? the coolest guy in the world. Dana White is the coolest guy me in the world. Me and Duncan once we were, we were this guy Duncan Trussell's a comic. Love, dude. My yeah. favorite episode of this podcast. My two favorites were Kevin Smith and Duncan Trussell. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Talking about God. Yeah. Talking about. I saw Duncan at that at that concert. And I hadn't seen at him. Roger Waters. Yeah, and I have, and he's one of my best friends. We started the comic store together, like literally employees together at the comic wow. store, beginning comics. Oldest friend in Hollywood. Cool man. In, in I really like him a lot. He's so he's so unique and interesting. Yeah. Actually, this does not go with my brand. Can you cut that out? Listen, <laughs> fuck Duncan, dude. He fucking sucks. But anyway, I tolerate him. So I saw him, and he's walking up the steps, and I'm, you know, I'm fucking flipping out, and I see my friend that I haven't seen in so long. The pandemic fucking put a fucking chink in a lot of people's. Uh, friendships, I only you know? met him on Zoom. Oh, really? Because of the goddamn pandemic. He's the best. And so I see him, and I, I'm like, Duncan! You know, he's he's 18 rows ahead of me going out, and then he does that thing that a lot of celebrities do that I'm sure I do, too, where he just gets a touch rigid. I'm like, I'm not listening to that fan. Yell yeah, my yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm leaving. Can't, yeah. And then I'm like, oh, shit. I get it. I'm like, how do I? I'm like, Duncan, it's Ari Shafir! <laughs> and then he's like, hey! And we're just crying and hugging each other. Oh, it's the best. Why, but, why was he crying? <laughs> That's my favorite. They always, when everybody gets mad, they take this thing out. <laughs> they still have respect for the equipment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, wait, what was it talking about? Talk about uh, you yeah, you were on acid at Roger Waters, and then you said it's Ari Shavir. No, before that. What were we just talking about? Motherfucking weed head. About God's favorite episodes, oh, yeah. Kevin Smith. Kevin's favorite Duncan Trussell. God. Yeah, that's why I brought him up. I and brought him up brought for up a reason. Duncan Trussell, my before that, my best friend, oldest Stunts. friend in Hollywood. You got, you got a. You're not getting buried in a Jewish cemetery with that tattoo, huh? No. Are you getting cremated or buried? I don't care. I'll let my friends do whatever they want. <laughs> it's for the living. <laughs> my my uh, first cousin's a funeral director and a mortician. Yeah. And I always had the idea that like. Whenever I pass, to have him fly in and take control of my body and like just do a bunch of fucking crazy shit with it. Oh yeah, have some fun. Like we'll <laughs> have some fun with it. Right. And were- then I thought I can't wait. Like uh, plus like so so then I thought that I would go to uh, like terminal wards, like hospices, yeah. and like walk around until maybe somebody recognized me and like it got stoked. And then sit down with them and be like, hey, you know, like. 
it's a bummer situation that you're in here, you know, but like, what do you think? <laughs> I got this cousin. He can fly in, you know, and like in a couple of weeks. Cremate, like, yeah. No, 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 no. Make you make you live beyond. No, no, yeah, like like my like, like in a couple of weeks, like when when you know, like when when it's the inevitable. <laughs> when it's finished, my cousin can fly in and he can embalm you and stuff, and then you know we could like strap you to a rocket. <laughs> like, you know, That's like gnarly. yeah, it's not. Like, like, I think that'd be cool. Like it was, it was. Told the idea to my dad, and he was like terribly offended by it. Like, uh, <laughs> put it on Comedy Central or something. Yeah. I mean, like, if you like, if like some weekend you want to do like weekend at Bernie's for real. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> How fun would that be? My comedian friends, okay, as long as my parents are okay with it, uh, <laughs> go nuts, you guys. Have some fun. You know, I don't right. have any lines, right? Fucking do it. God, why can't I remember and why then, I brought up Duncan Trussell? And gonna then, fucking kill me. And then when like so, so maybe like I die, my cousin flies in, he embalms me, straps me to a rocket, I get to do all this cool stuff. And then when we're done with that, then uh, like dismember me. And uh, my idea used to be like then take apart my my skeleton and and uh, for all my best buddies, like I make each. well yeah like make like a, like a like a bowl to so my bros can smoke weed out of my bones. Like depending <laughs> cool. on like how good of a bro you are, the bigger the bone you get. Oh yeah. <laughs> get a bong, get a, a whole bong yeah, from there. So you yeah. just got a little pipe that you can like take a around. Fe- femur bong. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you say the more of the bro, the bigger the bone. The skull, bo- skull bong dude would be sick. Skull, skull bong with the femur coming out of the head. That would be bad. That would be but bad. I, how about let's just brainstorm this. But the the, the where you smoke would be right out of your mouth. You go like Suck on Stubo's mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but the mouth isn't a good hole on a skull. That's a yeah. terrible hole. Well, you gotta die like this. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> you your flesh. <laughs> uh, you gotta do it on the back of the head, back of the head so that the, the, the skull the can sit hole. properly on the table. Light it out of the mouth. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Interesting, interesting, yeah. interesting. Okay, I'll, uh, uh, I, I'll give you one last shot to remember why we brought up Duncan It was some trust. fucking reason, and I sidetracked my goddamn self saying, fucking shit. What'd you say? <laughs> what? What'd you sidetrack yourself saying? Saying, oh, I saw him actually at that concert. Yeah, but why did we bring him up? I brought him up for a reason. It, it was before Kevin Smith. Whatever the fuck we were talking about, right before Kevin Smith. Right before we talked about that, I was like, oh, Duncan. Oh, the pandemic was ruined a lot of friendships. That was part of the aside. Uh, yeah, I don't uh, know, comedy dude. store buddies. That was beef after. I don't know. I can't wish we had a real podcast were real, so we could actually just re- rewind this. Yeah. Luckily, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna remember it. Yeah, Not for sure. It doesn't matter. It's it doesn't a, like matter. Uh, I, I don't think there's one listener who's like. <laughs> I don't care. It was gonna be a dumb story anyway. One was that, it a story? There's not. Yeah, with some reason, I brought him up. There's not one listener that gives a shit, but yeah. I think there are a lot of listeners who care you a lot about Steve-O's Guys, It's not just about after you fucking shit. <laughs> it turn it over. It's also, but just day to day. You're walking around all day. Dude, you and I are on the same page because on the side it says, Steve-O's butt wipes for your butthole were made to help even the gnarliest ass become clean enough to eat from. With these amazing flushable butt wipes, you can enjoy a perfectly clean poop shoot. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Yeah, that's packaging. That's packaging. This, this is all you need. If you go to Glastonbury Music Festival, that's all you need. That's yeah. your showers. Steve has butt wipes for your butthole. Yeah. <laughs> they work for underarms. Now with underarm power, too. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, so, so uh, Ari Shafir, Jew. Jew. 
Stand up comedy special. First on, one in five years. On YouTube. On YouTube right now. Where was it recorded? Recorded the Roulette Theater in uh, Brooklyn, New York, the home of the Jews. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Do you um, have a lot of Jews in the audience? A few. Yeah, I would do. There'll be some of those people that'll get mad, but most Jews will be like, "This is interesting and funny." Okay. Can Goys say Jews? Can I, I say Jews? Depends how hard you hit the J. Are there any <laughs> Are there any Scientology comedians who left the church and could make a special called That's, Scientologist? Yeah, mate. Uh, let's see who else. Who was Bobby Lee was dating a, a Scientologist for a while. Oh uh, yeah, she was so Leah Ramini. He never dated her, no. but she is one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was born into it. She was so well put together. Tom Cruise gets into stand up and just. They ever try to get to you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, he would dominate instantly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I worked hard at this. He's just selling so good? stadiums, fucking uh -huh. crushing. Yeah. <laughs> they ever try to get you? Ah, shit! We lost a camera. That's okay, because I gotta, I, I gotta, I gotta go. They're texting yeah, me to set the, ah, the video up. Okay, so. what are we promoting other than your special? I have a podcast called uh, Ari Shafir's Skeptic, and I'm starting a new podcast called uh, You Be Trippin'. It's a travel podcast. Nice. I'd love to have you on that. Cool, man. Just tell me about some fun place you've been in I've the been world. I've been everywhere. I know. Not everywhere, but... Uh, Enough places where you love some places, right? I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I've been to like 58 countries. I, I saw you in a... 58? Yeah, 58. That's fucking great. I'm up to like 40. That's great. Nice. He's but, been to like 55. Really? Yeah, 50. I saw Steve in an airport once in Vancouver. Cut it or not. And uh, I was like, you like Canada? Like, yeah, these chicks fuck here. Oh <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, dude, welcome to Canada. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too into cutting, cutting stuff. Um, all right, dude, what do you have to tonight? Uh, I'm gonna go to uh, some more Skankfest shit. Okay. Um, I'm the president of Skankfest. This is me and Shane ran for oh, president, nice. vice president of Skankfest, and well, we there won. You go. Um, cool. Yeah, it breaks my heart that you're gonna miss my show because uh, it's fucking. When are you coming to New York? Naughty as hell. Uh, I got a show in New York Town Hall Theater in uh, December. Okay, I think I'm traveling then. But if yeah. it's, if it's. But thanks no, for I'm letting traveling. me get the word out about my show in New York yeah. in December. Town Hall's a great theater. Yeah, yeah, I'm super it's stoked fun. for it. Well, hey, dude, fucking, you're a good sport. Yeah, dude. Good to meet you. You're yeah. good. You're a good sport. Yeah. And, uh, so he is. Not, not gonna lie, I had absolute like uh, reservations. Like, is it a good idea to have Ari on? <laughs> The emotion's gone from all those things. Is that going to hurt me? You <laughs> <laughs> did it anyway, though. I did it anyway. I said, you know what? It said, like, I, want, I just want to ask him, like, uh, and I, I said, um, first question, like, is how much shit am I going to catch for having you on? And I was like, that's interesting. That just starts off on an interesting. It's, it's funny to me that the guy who will snort wasabi is going to go, is this going to hurt me? I'm very sensitive. <laughs> I'm very, very sensitive. But, dude, like, I, I also want to thank you for being supportive of me doing stand-up for, oh, yeah. you know, like, uh... Are some people not? I mean, there's not not too many, but, uh... Yeah. But, yeah, there, there's been some of that, and... and I, I love it. Welcome. It's like, dude, we're all doing the same shit, I man. Agree. We're all just trying to write a good dick joke, and you have your own style with it, too. Yeah, I, I definitely have my own style. On, um... On, uh, in my new book, I just put out a new book. You, and you I, can't even read. <laughs> Who goes right I got that? two books. What? <laughs> yeah, um, that I uh, I describe two types of people in my book. I said there are Mark Marins and there are Joe Rogans. Just so supportive, and I'll leave it right. at that. Like like Mark Mark Marin when like I had me on the, to promote my first special. Uh, I went on on the Mark Marin's podcast, yeah. and, and he and he was sitting. He, he was like, hey, you know, like. 
I just like when I found out you're doing stand up, I was just like, you know, he's like, I'm kind of protective of the art. I was, just, you know, like, and I just remember thinking, like, why, why is he saying this to me? Like, like why am I here? You know, like, and, and that's just, you know, but it's the like, Hajjan. Yeah. It's, it's, he's also supportive. But he's also. But bless his heart, he's curmudgeonly. That's his, his thing. That's, it. that's yeah. his thing. But but my my take on it by that whole vibe, you know, of people who are protective of standup and don't want others coming in, is that they're operating with a, a mentality of scarcity. Like it, like if Steve-O comes into standup and is successful, then there's going to be right. less food on the table for them. But that's not true. There's so yeah. much food. Right. And, and but but it's this 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 yeah. um, this this mentality of scarcity and then there's joe rogan has a very distinct mentality of abundance he, he says he says he wants his fucking mailman to do stand up sure, why not? my mailman's it, fucking funny Ricardo, as long as you don't go more... i'm the best at this fuck yeah. you guys i mastered this then everyone's like sweet right. it's if it, there's a way to if you this is an old jewish thing that i've learned when i was little they're like treat knowledge or like helping people out as a candle your candle's out if i light your candle with my candle my candle doesn't go out Right, my candle's the exact same. That's great. I, I like that. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, I, I appreciate you and your your attitude of abundance. Yeah, more funny shit in the world. Yeah, exactly. We're yeah. all trying to have but a good time. We're all like, die and that's be what Rogan told me. He says, I, "I like funny shit. I want there to be more he's, funny shit in the world." He's, he's like, "You're so funny. supportive." Yeah. yeah, super rad. Hinchcliffe too is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Well, fucking thank you for for coming on Thanks, over, dude. Super well. glad we did this. It's good to see you. It's been a long time. Yeah, I threw up in a fucking. Jackass show once I was laughing oh, so wow. hard. Oh, nice! Like I was like, oh, I couldn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I threw up at a Jackass show. Like the fucking dick was way too far down my throat. <laughs> Unrelated. If this dude was laughing, the way he was laughing, I was like, I needed it. I needed it in me. <laughs> right on, brother. Uh, oh yeah, dude. Yep. So, in conclusion, I can say, uh, genuinely and honestly. I'm really glad that we did that episode with Ari. If I had any reservations about his bad behavior, um, I enjoyed talking to him. I liked him. I mean, I'd met him before. He was always really cool. Uh, I really like him a lot more after the podcast. And God, am I impressed by that special. I'm not just saying that, dude. Check out Jew on YouTube, man. It is really unbelievable how impressive that is. And, you know, I love you. I love you. I'm also really, really happy with what's going on on my tour. It's, uh, like, I feel like I'm blowing up. <laughs> yeah, dude. So thanks, everybody. <laughs>